Sam, uh, this is my friend Mike, and I have my new friend Kyle, who's really good at juggling. We are so glad that you're joining us. We are sharing our live podcast as we wrap up Summer Playlist. It is such a special service. We know it is going to speak to you. Echo is about to turn two. Dos. We are too legit to quit. Mm -hmm. We are hosting a B-Day celebration September 19th after second service. Yeah. Join us at Central Park, just one block west for some lunch to celebrate all that has happened in just two years. Yes. This week, Echo is delivering coffee and donuts to every school in Rochester. I'm sorry, what? How cool is that? We recognize the time, energy, and dedication to work in the school system, and we want to show our gratitude. If you would like to help sponsor a school, you can do so by giving to our generous fund. Let's show this community how much we care. You can give on our website, use the Church Center app, or text any amount to 84321. Thanks for joining us. We love having you be a part of our Echo fam. Mm -hmm. We hope you enjoy Echo Online My service. service. Uh -uh. Good morning, Echo. Let's stand and worship together this morning. When night is falling, fear is calming, still you're calling me. Faith is lost and my hope exhausted. You will be my strength with my mind.
my confidence is your faithfulness. I will rest in your promises. My confidence is your faithfulness. in your promises today. Father, you are faithful to the end. Faithful right now in this moment. In any circumstance, Lord, and regardless of what the outcome is, Lord, we will rest in your promises and in your confidence because you are faithful. There's an old song called It Is Well. And as I was sitting on it this week, it just sat with me because of everything that's going on. I said, regardless of what happens, Lord, it is well. So let's sing that this morning. It is well with my soul. Sing that again. It is well 
we just love you so much even when things don't go our way we know all things work together for your good Jesus and it is well with my soul today Jesus Lord thank you for your presence this morning we acknowledge that you're here I'm so excited for what you're going to do today in every heart in this room. For you're a good father. I pray that you prepare our minds and our hearts to receive from you today and leave a different person. We love you and we exalt you in Jesus' name. to the Echo Church Podcast. We are on a mission of rescue and restoration into a vibrant and fulfilled life. Welcome to the podcast, Catherine. Oh, thank you, Cordy. You, welcome to you. Oh, it feels good to be back here in the podcast. It's been a while. It's been too long. Too long. Hey, it's summer playlist season. It's been amazing. I've loved the wide variety of Andy climbing trees, Andy falling off of paddle boards. Andy biking with Noah. Attempting to fish. Andy fishing. It's kind of a... Maybe it's the Andy show is what we should just call I don't know. this series. be interesting to see what Andy does next. Well, or today. We today. don't know. What will Andy do today? Uh, anyways, beyond that, we are going to talk to some cool people today mm-hmm. on the podcast. We're going to talk about their song, some lyrics, a scripture... And just hear some different perspectives, what people, what's been on their heart, what God's been doing in their lives. So I am excited about that. Can you play a few? Sure. Should we find some songs? Yeah. What are we going to hear? <clears throat> slumber is one song. Feels like slumber. Okay. The weight feels weighty. This is great. Um, It's a good song. All right, anyways, I'm sure we'll hear more from our guests on their song soon. Uh, Catherine, 
if you were you know going to pick a song today, what would your song be? That is a great question, Cordy. If I were to pick a summer playlist song, I've had one on repeat okay. for most of the summer. It is called Catch Me by Elisa Smith. And do you want to hear some? Let's hear of it. Yeah, All let's right. hear it. If I fall, will you catch me? That's not the point of my song. I, I, I thought we were just, you wanted to do a little trust exercise oh, there. Okay, okay. You're just trying to be more like Andy, I think. Do you want to hear any more? Yeah, yeah. Let's listen. Yeah, let's keep it going. I'm sure it's a great song. <laughs> okay. If I get lost, will you find me? Well... I guess Cordy's lost and he's really embracing my song. On that note, let's take it back live to the castle to hear a little bit more from today's summer playlist guest. excited to be here today. Welcome back to the podcast. It's been six or nine months, but we're back with our regularly scheduled episodes. Um, so it's good to be here. Um, that was fun. I don't know if you guys knew this, but we're actually acting out our songs today that we picked. So it's going to be great. Um, anyways, we are excited as part of the summer playlist or the Andy show. Um, we're going to now hear from some of the awesome people here at Echo hear a song that's been on their heart. Um, kind of a story, why it's important. And uh, I just love when we can hear from those in our community because there's so much going on here. There's so many things happening in everyone's hearts and it's great to be able to, to hear that because we often, we, we miss that. Um, and so I'm excited to dive in with, with everyone here. Good morning. Today our first guest is Bree. Yeah. So, Good morning. So, Bree, will you share with us what your song is and maybe some of the lyrics that stand out the most? So, my song is Slumber by Need to Breathe. Anybody a fan? Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Let's, let's listen to this song quickly. Just okay. a second here. Let me, <laughs> Sorry, Bree. Um, let me turn this on. Let me see if it's the right song here. Um, uh -oh. Let's see. Is this the right song? Oh. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy dear Bree. Happy birthday to you. What that was that it? Sorry. Yeah, no. Was that the wrong one? Thank you. It is. Let her speak now, Courtney. Oh, hello. Okay, You're go. good to go. Okay. <laughs> so my song is um, Slumber by Need to Breathe, and the lyrics are, um, hold on, whew, nervous. Days they force you back under the covers, lazy mornings they multiply. Glory's waiting outside your window, wake up from your slumber, baby, open up your eyes. All of us victims standing in line for clump crumbs that fall from the table, just enough to get by. All the while, your invitation, wake up from your slumber, baby, open up your eyes. It's powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Go ahead and share. Unless you want me to, do you want me to read your scripture? Or? No. Okay. Um, so this song is um, just, it's easy to imagine mornings while you are just getting up for um, work, hitting the snooze alarm over and over again, kind of just slumbering into your morning. Um, driving to work, not fully awake, sipping the coffee, and then you begin to encounter people just not fully seeing them or hearing them. So I um, uh, often play the song on my way to work, and I'm reminded of the scripture in Ephesians 5.14 that says, Awake, O sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. And that is just a reminder to me um, that I need to be awakened in my heart. Um, And then you can see me dancing in the parking ramp in my car for about two minutes. Um, Just a little drive. Sorry, guys, I'm shaking. Um, You're doing awesome. um, But this just helps encourage me to speak life um, and hope in hard situations. I am a neonatal nurse practitioner. And um, it's just a reminder of God's call in my life to remain in tune with his Holy Spirit. Because um, it's really easy to slumber into our days as, you know, whether we're an electrician or we are physical trainers or we um, are moms or dads. Um, and it's easy to miss out on that true potential that every day holds to live life fully. Um, yeah. Do you have an example of when you've had that song on in your car and you're in tune with the Lord, can you give us an example of where you felt him strongly speak to you during your work day or just out and about with your kids or husband? Yeah, so um, in mornings where I, I tend to embrace that worship and allow myself to be awake, it's just crazy the opportunities and moments where I see God just say, hey, you need to stop and listen to this mom today as she's having a really hard day. She's watching her child um, who she didn't know was going to deliver early. And um, she doesn't know, are, are we going to walk out of this hospital? Am I going to be able to hold my child? And just to take pause and to look her in the eyes and just listen. Um, sometimes there isn't the moment where I get to pray. And sometimes there is where I can just say, hey, can I pray for you? And it's just really opened up um, opportunities to um, speak into them and um, to see them. Um, and that it's just been powerful. And one of the things I love about you, your next scripture is Ephesians six eighteen. be alert, pray without ceasing for people everywhere. And I think that's one of the things where you do see people and you see God's heart in them and the song is a perfect example and an encouragement for us to be reminded that it isn't just coasting and going on because we will miss things we won't miss those moments and yeah so I'm really thankful for you and that you're intentional yeah in all that you do because God just calls us to be alert and attentive and in that he gives us the clarity of mind um he strengthens us um And he calls us to the table of life and gives us his Holy Spirit to just be able to speak those truths and with boldness. And it's not on my own accord. Um, And it it really is this moment where I feel awake um, in him because um, you will find that when you do this, God will give you that light. And um, we're seeking the God who never sleeps or never slumbers. So. I love that. Thank you for sharing, Brianna. That's amazing. Good job. All right, Bo. How are you guys enjoying this pandemic? (laughs) 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 (laughs)
doing a good job acting it out for you. This, there you go. Are you, can you sing along? That's good. Do you want to sing along? Should no, we keep no, no, no. You guys don't want that. Yeah, tell us about the song, the lyrics, what it means to you. I'd love to. I've never heard this song before, so I'd love to. It's good, right? It's good. Um, so, like, the season that I'm in is uh, it's definitely sad boy summer because <laughs> I um, just recently uh, got divorced after 10 years. Um, and so, like, we haven't, like, talked about what we're each going to, like, talk about. So that's crazy that she was talking about being present because this is definitely a season where it's easy for, you know, somebody to go through what I'm going through to, like, numb and shut down, you know. Uh, but to heal, you got to feel. So... So one of the ways that I try to do that is by, like, listening to music. And, like, how many of you out there are the type of people that, like, if you go through a breakup, you, like, look for all the sad love songs? You know? <laughs> like, I'm not because, like, it, like, it's really hard to, like, feel that. And I feel like there's a lot of, like, love songs out there that have just, like, like a broken picture of what love is. Like, I want to listen to, like, the ideal picture, like, something as close to God's picture as possible. And so this song, um, the chorus goes, Come what may, I will be standing right here by your side. I won't run because, um, what does it say? Though the storm's getting worse and there's no end in sight. Yeah, because the storm's getting worse and there's no end in sight. And so, like, I, I didn't want my marriage to end. I, I wanted to be that. I wanted to be the guy that would, like, no matter what, stay in it. Uh, and for it to end, uh, it, it just left me, like, questioning everything. Like, you know, God, like, I thought you gave this to me. Like, why is it gone? Like, what did I do wrong? And all this kind of stuff. So um, just, like, walking through, uh, just, like, clinging to him. You know, that's, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. In your, uh, your scripture here, do you want me to read it? Yeah, you read it. First Peter uh, 2, 9 through 10, or no, 2, 10. Apologies. Uh -huh. But you are, you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Yeah, this verse hits for me because, you know, as I was going through it, studying, worshiping, all that, I came across this. This is in the New Testament. And that verse is a callback to the Old Testament. It's a callback to the book of Hosea. And so the Bible is cool because, like, if you think you're going through it, it's like there's always somebody in there that can, like, one-up you. You know what I mean? Because um, Hosea, like, this dude had, like, the marriage from hell. Like, God called him to... This is PG, what, 13? You know what I mean? Like, uh, he called him to marry a prostitute and, um, like, love her and be there for her. And she, like, never stopped working, and he never stopped being there. Um, and so I used to read that, like, as, as I was younger and uh, be like, man, I wonder if I could love like that. And then going through my marriage, like, I felt like I was getting better and better at that. And so when it ended, I was like... God, like, I really wanted to do that. Um, and I was, as I was reading it, like, Peter, like, that book, First Peter, he really lays out what Christ did for us. You know what I mean? 
uh, like how we stood no chance and even still he died for us, right? So as I was reading it recently, um, I felt God speaking to me like, my son, you're reading that book of Hosea wrong. You're putting yourself in Hosea's place. Like, please remember that I'm the one that came and purchased you out of all those homes that you go to, all those things that you would go to to take your focus off me. I'm the one that my blood buys you back every time. Um, So, you know, all the husbands out there, and wives too, all the Enneagram twos, (laughs) it's a hard life. Um, (laughs) You know, like anytime you put yourself in the place of like being the savior, like be reminded, dude, like, like the lyrics of that song, like, come what may, I'll be standing right here by your side. Like, we, we can't make that promise. You know what I mean? I learned that. Um, the only way I can, the only promise I can ever make to somebody, like, if God blesses me with a relationship like that in the future, the only thing I could promise that woman is I promise to chase the Holy Spirit. And if, if you come with me, we're headed toward life. And... Sad boy summer, bro. That's good, man. Um, so, I mean, obviously, lots of highs and lows, I imagine, through this. It's going to yeah. be a, <laughs> just the toughest process. What, what do you feel like has helped you in the lows, in, in the valleys? What, what has helped you out of those moments? Or when you reflect back and think about that, what have you, what have you clung to or... What, what has helped you get through that? So just like the way my life story went, um, like f- from childhood, the little lie that the devil was able to like plant in there is like, if you just do a little more, you know what I mean? Uh, if you just work a little harder, it's going to work out. So that's like how I've lived my life. And like you said, like hitting that lowest low where it's like, dude, no matter what I did, it didn't work. Like we sang today, like it is well with my soul. Like that dude, come on, man. Like that's the Holy Spirit, like helping me even right now. Like uh, the thing that helps me when I hit the bottom is it's not up to me. It's not up to me. I love that. Thank you for sharing. I love that, you know, God doesn't slumber on us. And no matter what, he's going to be by your side no matter what it may look like in the future. Thank you for sharing. Love you, Bo. Come on, give it up for Bo. Come on, this is a fun song. I'll do the Dadaletta. You definitely picked the funnest song, I think. This is the best song. Eric. And then the does come on. That's like, should, should we just keep going? Are we to keep going? No, it's good. Can you sing along? Sing along. That's good. So it's a fun song, right? Like, if you're mowing, you need motivation. I love it. But the whole song talks about, like, these two people who are always there for each other, right? Through thick and thin, they're just, no matter what, they're there. And I think... That is like God with us. Like, he is always there through thick and thin. He's trustworthy. And that makes me think of my own prayer life and how, like, I've learned to trust him that he is always there and he does always have a plan for us. Um, Back when you're a kid, people ask you, you know, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I never knew. And then, 
you get to the end of high school, well, you kind of need a plan. Like, what are you going to do? And I didn't know. And I would pray. And I remember, like, praying every night. Like, God, just show me. I want to, you know, I want to follow you. I want to do what you want. Um, but show me. And I would hear nothing. And I think sometimes God answers us yes. Sometimes he answers us no. And sometimes not yet. Or just wait. Whether we like it or not. Um, and I wanted to know. And I remember my senior year of high school, again, just every night, what should I do? What should I do? I didn't know. Um, I didn't hear. And then I went to, I grew up here in Rochester. And then I went to RCTC afterwards and did a couple of years. Because I'm like, well, I'll just take general ed credits. I have no idea. Like, what should I do? And it, the stress this had, you know, because I, I want to be the A-plus kid. I want to, like, do well and be successful. But I don't know. And I want to do what God wants me to do. But I, I didn't know. Like, what is that path? And... It was stressful. And I remember, like, after a couple years of doing the community college here, I thought, okay, I got to, like, eventually get a degree, right? You can't just keep taking classes. And you would get flyers, and I just kind of would pick a college. Like, well, they got pretty pictures. I guess I'll go here. And yet, like, I felt icky about it. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't right. And I remember I had a mentor at the time, awesome man of God, John, and he pulled me in one day to talk to me. And he's like, you know, Eric, what are you thinking? What are you going to do with life? And I told him, well, I don't remember the name of the college. I think I'm going to go here. I don't know. And even when I'm saying it, I just kind of feel, I don't know if like shame is the word, but just icky, right? Like it's just, it's not quite right. And he's like, well, have you ever thought about working with kids? And it's like, never, never like thought crossed my mind. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, I, I, I think you should work with kids. Like children's ministry, that's, that's your area. And maybe like, you know, go do some Bible college, maybe get your degree in elementary ed to learn how to work with kids, but then, like, I think you should work with kids. Like, think children's ministry. Blew my mind. Like, I don't come from a family of teachers, right? Like, that's weird. So I went to school, you know, um, and in one of my summers of college, like, between um, the years, the children's ministry director at our church had to take a leave, and so I filled in for a couple months, and I thought, oh, this is really cool. But it's just not quite right. Like, it's close, but not quite right. And I just felt this craving to, it's like, well, I love working with the kids who are here, but what about all the other kids who aren't here? What about the kids who, like, might never step foot in a church? Like, I just, I just, I feel that's where I felt certain. That's where I felt calling. Years, years after these prayers, right, of, like, God, show me what to do. So then... Um, you're doing your degree in elementary ed, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to be a teacher or whatever. And then eventually kind of thinking, well, maybe, right? Like, maybe public ed. Like, that's where, like, all kids go. Kids who go to church, kids who don't go to church. Like, that might be my thing. Um, and, and so I would go and become a teacher eventually, and <laughs> I look back, and I think, man, like, I never would have seen this road. I never would have seen... Um, I don't know, or, or if God had shown me back in, let's say, my junior year of high school, would I have chose the path that I went on? Like, no, I wouldn't have. I don't think I would have been ready for it. Um, and so I, it's funny, like, my job title says teacher, but I do feel I am still called to go into children's ministry. I think that mentor years ago was still right. And I think all of us are called into ministry or into the mission field, no matter what your job title is, right? Like... So just wherever you're placed is where God can use you. And so I look back and I think, wow, you know, I might not have liked it. It might have been really stressful in the time to pray and to pray and to, like, not get an answer or not get the answer that I wanted. 
But looking back, I'm very thankful that God did, and God did have me wait. You know, like, I think, gosh, if I didn't wait, I probably might not have gone to the college I went to. It might not have met my wife. You know, like, think of the dominoes of how life would have been so different and how he has used me. So, I don't know. I think it's good in those times, like, when we pray and we pray, and either we don't get the answer we want or we just don't hear much, I feel like God still has a plan for us, even if his timing isn't within our timing, right? If we can't see it. Um, and that's, I have a um, quick question before you share scripture. Yeah. How did you um, stay reminded? Like how, like what, can you give us a time frame of from beginning till where you're at now? How many years has it been? Good question. So it took me a while to go through college just because like I didn't know what I wanted to do, right? Um, and then, well, and, and it was, I mean, in the moment, like in high school, in the first couple years of college, it was hard. You know, like one day it felt like an eternity because I'm just like, God, show me, God, show me. I didn't know. Um, and I would say growing up, you know, I just didn't know. And so I've been teaching for 16 years. So it's been a while, right? And so to look back and go, wow, God has really been in my life and he has helped direct me. But in the moment, I think it can be hard, right? To not always get that answer you want right away. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's easier to want things instantly or in a few days or a few weeks or a few months and just your perseverance is amazing. And as you minister to the kids in your classroom you have this year and the years past, you know, I'm glad that you've stayed the course with God and kept going. And my verse is uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And I have to admit, like, Psalms and Proverbs, I just, oh, they're awesome. Um <laughs> Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen to God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. It's awesome. It's true. It is true. It's very powerful. Do you have anything else for Eric? Or? Yeah, I mean, how do you... I, I, like Catherine asked about reminded. How do you stay reminded now? You shared about your journey and how you got to where you're at and, and the struggle in that. How do you stay reminded on the day-to-day? -day? It goes right back to kind of what Bree was saying. Um, but it's, it's so easy just to um, be in your job now or this is, what, this is what I do and forget that call that God had on your heart. How do you, how do you stay reminded? What, what do you do to keep that at the forefront? Well, I think a couple of things. I think one, like just constantly going back to scripture, right, and keep reading God's word and seeing how he has worked through other people's lives, right, and how you can connect that and see, like, the goods and the bads, I feel like we can pull from and learn from, and God can, you know, pierce our heart with a little bit. Um, I think also, I don't know, like, I think emotionally, like, I've got to this point where I just, I'm so content and thankful for, like, I love what I do, and I love, like, where I'm at, and I don't know. And like you'll hear other people, other people aren't. Other people will grumble or be negative. And that is hard to be surrounded by that. But when I'm, it's something like when you're in it, like when you're where God calls you to be, whether it's easy or kind of scary outside your comfort zone, there is a awesomeness that comes with it. You know, I don't know what the real word is, but like awesomeness is what it is. Like when you're doing what God calls you to do, whether it's scary or not, like, because there's times, you know, God will call, he's called me to do something, and it's like, oh, I'm a little too scared, and I, and I don't. And then I look back and I regret it. And then when I do choose to, you know, 
when I'm scared and I lead on him, it's awesome, right? So I think when, when you are doing God's will, there's kind of a reinsurance or a reminder in that that this is right, this is good. I love that. Bree, do you feel, back to your nursing and your career, do you have a similar story on God calling you into nursing? Sorry, Mike, I forgot. No, I mean, it's just, um, it's crazy, right? We didn't talk about any of this, but just a reminder of um, how God's faithfulness and his calling, and um, it's just, I mean, there's, there's multiple stories, and I can think back to actually where my call came from, and it was because um, a close family friend had a little girl in the NICU, and she only lived for nine days, but there was a nurse who showed up to work, and I watched her. She laid her hands over the isolate, and I, I just watched her, and then she looked over to me, and she goes, I had the opportunity to pray, and it's a, just a powerful thing that I get to do on top of being a nurse. And I was just like, and in that moment, I felt my call. And um, there's just, in all things that we do, when we are showing up and we're just inviting the Holy Spirit to walk with us and um, to open up our eyes. And no matter what we're facing, um, a lot of things feel daunting in our life. Um, but uh, God continues to be faithful, and um, you're tasting the goodness um, when he's opening up doors and causing breakthrough, and um, there, there's a joy in that. Wow. This is, how good has this been? This is... I, throughout this whole time, I just kind of feel um, the words wake up came to my heart. I don't know if you remember upwards, if that was anybody's word, wake up. But man, there's something going on here. There's something going on in every moment of every work day when you just might think it's another normal day. There's something going on in these really hard times in the struggle. If we wake up to see what's going on, God is there. God is with us in that moment. But do we have the awareness to wake up and be present in that moment. I just feel like that's a theme of everything that you guys shared. It's just so amazing how God works and brings everything together in that way. So thank you guys. Let's give them a hand. Yeah, let's celebrate that. Stan, say thank you for all that they've done. Dan, if you could come up. We'll have the band come up. And we're going to do something a little bit different than normal. So if you want to mind all just standing briefly, I'm going to pray and just thank the Lord for Bree, Bo, and Eric, and just thank them for the words and the way that God is using them. Um, and you've seen sometimes after service, we do have people up here that if you do want prayer, um, please feel free. But um, this week, I really felt like God was talking about small steps of obedience really gives him the opportunity to move. And so I know with um, the thing that the way that the world is, but if you're comfortable, I would love it if, if you're with friends or family, or maybe you don't know the next the person next to you, if you would just reach out and just place your hand on their shoulder. Um, you don't have to say your name, you don't have to tell them anything that's going on in your life, but just really feel like God, you, you know, you may not feel like God is catching you or you may not feel like God is finding you, but what is a testament to what we found today is that God works in your workplaces. He is in your communities. He is here with us even when we may not know it. Lord, I just want to thank you for today. Thank you for this community. 
I thank you that we are stronger together, that we are better together, God, that there should be not one man or woman lost, God, that you see each and every child, you see each and every heart, you see the things that we can't see, and God, I pray for your presence. Would you come over? Would you anoint hands? Would you bring healing right now in Jesus' name? Would you bring mental healing, emotional healing, physical healing, God? Would you take away anxiety? Would you take away the things that we're holding on to that you just want to take from us, Father? Just want to thank you for who you are. I thank you that you do not slumber, that you are with us by our side, that you will walk 5,000 miles for us, Father. I thank you for the words in the song. I thank you for the scripture that we heard today. And I just pray for your anointing and your presence to go with us as we move on, Father. Amen.
you just do me a favor, you just bow your heads and close your eyes. I just sense that the Lord is doing a greater work in, in us today. Just kind of want to just sit here just for a moment. God, as the song says, the story's not over. That's where we sit today. God, some of us, we came into this space and we're right at the center of your will. And yet there's others that have come into this space and they feel so far from it. And I just sense that you're calling us, and no matter where we're at in between that spectrum, that we are to wake up. So we invite your work to start at this moment. Christy and I stepped into a transitional point of our life and left the church that we'd been serving for 15 years. And we looked at ourselves, looked at each other and said, well, we can go anywhere. We can do whatever we want to do. You know, we're not hearing anything from God. And we were just kind of processing, um, just processing like that whole decision. And my theology had changed through ministry and, and, and can, it really came to a point where I was like, I can just do whatever I want to do as long as I'm doing what Jesus tells me to do. And then all of a sudden we're driving north on Highway 52. Many of you heard this. And all of a sudden our car light, dome light goes on by itself. When, when, when I had specifically mentioned, like I feel like maybe God wants us to, to plant a church. And we kind of laughed and the light came on, but then when all the doors locked and then relocked, we realized it became a holy moment. <laughs> and also we should get our car repaired. <laughs> but that changed the trajectory of our life. And it was one of those moments like that that has uh, been a reminder in the midst of, for all of us, a difficult year. I'm telling you what, I would not have signed up to plant a church six months before the pandemic. I guarantee you, I would not have done that. But I can tell you in the middle of changing moments and, un, and not being unsure if you ever even have a church anymore uh, and, and where Christy and I and the castes would land after that, like, trust me, I was thinking about the promises. And trust me, I was leaning into the Father's house. I was leaning and, and saying, Lord, you know what? You've been faithful in the past. I think you can be faithful here in the future. And what I love about the live podcast is, is uh, I'm, I'm dumb enough to do it um, <clears throat> because I know that the Lord is doing something in and through us as a community and in each and one and every one of you. And, and honestly, like, I, I'm, and let me just paraphrase, let me have you understand the dumb comment. The dumb comment is, is I just go, you know, what is the Holy Spirit saying to you? And I just trust that they're going to, you know, like actually hear the Lord. <laughs> a lot of pastors don't do that because uh, you never know what someone's going to say. But I, I want to tell you, Bree, thank you for being faithful. Yeah. Bo, I would agree with you in what you said, like in my whole, you know, our whole, like stepping out in faith. Like we didn't sign up for it, you know, like. But it's good to just keep following Jesus. 
And Eric, I get the struggle, man, of going like, are we gonna hear God ever? Like, is this really, like, it's not, you know, some of you are sitting back and go like, man, I, I wish it would be clear. And, and I think there was just some things that I think we all need to hear. And that's this is, is, is following God. It comes down to trusting. The second thing is this is just take a step with God. And then when you take that first step, just keep following. And that's what we are here at Echo. That's what we're trying to do. In fact, we've committed to praying this one prayer. And for some of you, you would look at this prayer and you go, hey, you know what? This is like our prayer to surrender God. This is to, to, to get saved. And, and, and actually, recently, I have been looking at this prayer as less as a, a moment of saving and more of just saying, you know what? Lord, we're committing to be your disciple. So we're just here to follow you. And Holy Spirit, you're speaking, and we just want to keep following and this is a prayer that just reminds us where we're at. But we do understand there's some of you that have come into this place and you feel far from God. You don't hear God's leading. You're not sensing him guiding you anywhere. And I think this is a great start to say, hey, you know what? I'm not going to lean on my own understanding. I'm going to lean on yours. And so today I'm going to just invite you to pray a prayer that we pray every week uh, and mean it as we are following Jesus. Can we do that, church body? Let's pray it. Jesus, I surrender. I have more questions than answers, but I choose to follow you. I acknowledge that you lived, you died, and you rose again, all with us in mind. I accept the rescue that you offer. Save me and lead me. In Jesus' name, in his authority. And everybody said, amen. amen. Can we celebrate with those that have made it prayed that for the very first time? We planted this church for you. It's for you. For those that are far from God to take a step towards God. And that's what we're doing in a community. The second uh, one little mini celebration we like to do every week is we like to celebrate with those that are here for the very first time. So can we welcome our guests? Some of you are like, why are you welcoming me right at the end of service? Because we're welcoming you back. Man, welcome home. Make, make, take a step into this family. I'm telling you, we love God. We love being real. So, Anyway, is anybody glad that the Lord has been speaking through the people of Echo today? I love it. Anyway, we love you, Echo Church. Be blessed. Have a great week. We'll see you back next week as we celebrate Flood Sunday.